This podcast is recorded on the lands of the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nations. We acknowledge Elders past and present. Sovereignty was never ceded. Hello, welcome back to Spooky Pod. Oh, hi Spooky. Oh, hello Daddy. Oh, would you stop scratching at me? Oh, well... I, you're, I've got my nails caught in your jumper. Why do you wear such wide knits? Oh, I'm sorry, Spooky. Uh, let me just unhook it. <sighs> All right, there you go. I only left a small hole. But you know what other daddy has been doing? Um, embroidered repairs. So maybe you could, uh, um, next time he comes back from the, um, from the salt mines, maybe you can get him to patch it up for you. Yeah, well, you know. I always feel awkward asking him. He's always so gooey after he's been down the salt mines. That's true. He's covered in all sorts, isn't he? Yeah. yeah. And a look of shame, I would say. I know. It's that shameful look that I don't quite get. Mm, What's so shameful about going down a salt mine? What's he doing down there? He's always got men's numbers written on his hand. Oh, well, he keeps telling me that he needs them. Mm, Well, they're probably his colleagues. Yeah. Yeah. You wouldn't want to forget your friend's phone number. That's true. I I tend to write my um, friend's numbers on my hand as well, but it's very small. Yeah. So I can only probably get, like, the first three numbers, and then I forget. Right. Is this the kind of content we're going to have on our new wholesome pod? Yes, new wholesome pod. I should also upfront, as a new gesture of welcomeness and wholesomeness, tell the audience that this is a Chihuahua-based podcast where there's one Chihuahua on the pod and one human being for balance. Um, guess which is which? I don't think they'll ever figure it out, Spooky. I'm the human. Oh, wait, no, no. <laughs> Wouldn't that be funny? No. That's a very good joke. No, I'm, the ch- I'm a chihuahua. 14 years young. So what's, uh, what's inspired this wholesome turn? Well, you know, that's just the way of things, you know? Podcasts um, used to be a rogue medium, mm. but now it's been drawn closer and closer into the mainstream, you know? Right, yeah. I would say we're on a... Um, Run a victory lap to normality. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's no longer that that funky ninety spirit, and it's more like a. Uh, well, I guess you know if we were going to compare Riot Girl with the Spice Girls, we've gone Spice Girls instead of Riot Girl. Yes, we are the Spice Girls equivalent of um, the, the podcasting world. Of the podcasting world. world. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. No, we're not. Uh, we're not uh, call, call her daddy mm-hmm. or, or, you know, those mean girls from Red Scare. Yeah. No, we're, we're very wholesome. Mm. Mm. Mm-hmm. So what are we going to talk about on our new wholesome podcast? Well, we're just going to talk about wholesome things, you know? Like um, maybe we could give the, um, the listeners some advice, um, maybe, maybe on like how to tend to houseplants. How are our houseplants doing? Um, they're all dead. Oh, no, we're probably not experts on that. What are we experts I, on? I did get some listener questions, though. Oh, you did? Yeah. All right. Well, okay. Well, let's, uh, let's give it a crack, and I'll, I'll try and uh, give them some good advice. Yeah. All right. I've even got a new sting. Do you want to hear it? I would love to. Let me just finish my Sprite and Kahlua. <sighs> How's that combo working for you, Sprite? Oh, Sprite goes so well with Kahlua. And, you know, I've been adding a little bit of milk. But because I'm wholesome, I've been using oat milk. It's the most wholesome milk. Oh, right. Oh, I look a bit sick. Mm-hmm. All right, new jingle. All right, let's hear this jingle. It's question time. It's question time. It's question time. Well, Spooky, what did you think? 
Um, to be honest, I didn't. I guess I'll, I'll hear it when I listen to the episode back because uh, you didn't actually play the jingle. Oh, well, this is part of the magic of radio. Oh, well, the magic of radio is very lost on me. I'm a. You could call me a, a pragmatist. I, I, I only comment on things that I can see and hear. Right. Well, would you stop licking my knee? Well, you could ask me nicely. This Please. is supposed to be a wholesome podcast. Right. Okay, fine. Why don't I just read the questions? All right, read the questions. Who's uh, who's been in contact this week? Uh, well, um, I've got Joyce first. Hello, Joyce. How are you doing? Yeah. Might I just say up top, Joyce, lovely name, and also Joyce, whatever's going on in your life, know that you are loved, right. and that you're the only you you'll ever be, Joyce. So be that, Joyce. So, Joyce writes in, asking... I mean, that's lovely advice, Spooky, yeah. That's just general advice for all the Joyces. Oh, right, yeah. Yeah. What's this specific Joyce got, well, on, got on the docket here? Well, she's, she's actually written quite a bit of an essay here for me. All right, let's hear it, Joyce. Well, she says... She says, I'm in my early 50s, slender, softly spoken, with a quiet beauty continuing to distinguish her features. She says that she considers herself fortunate in her life. Oh, you've changed tenses there, Daddy. Oh. Well, you know, I... I, Do you want me to read it in... in Maybe you should read it again. Fine, I'll read it from the top. Stupid little dog. Well, you know, we don't want to confuse the audience. That's part of being wholesome, is being accessible, and also not leaving any room for confusion. Because you know what these people are like. The minute that anything is confusing... They take it as a slight. Right, okay. Yeah. Okay. They're right. relentless. Okay, well, do you want it in first or third person? I would like it in second person. I don't think that's going to make sense. All oh, right, okay, well, first person but then. It's coming want... from Joyce, isn't it? Yeah. It's not coming from you. Yes, this is Joyce, right? Yeah, all right, this is Joyce. Yeah, you're in the voice of Joyce. That's how she wrote to me, but I sort of changed... Okay. I want to hear the voice of Joyce. All right, so the voice of Joyce says, I'm in my early 50s, slender, softly spoken, with a quiet beauty continuing to distinguish my features. I consider myself fortunate in my life. I inherited my house after the death of my father and managed without skimping on what I earn as a bell salesman. Oh, bell salesman. Yeah. I have known the passion of love. Hmm. All right, Joyce. She continues. Humble brag. Yeah. About a year ago, I had pubic lice. Oh, Jesus. I was too scared. Jesus Christ, anyone... <laughs> This is going off the rails already. She continues on. I was too scared to tell anyone, so I poured lice control dog all over the area. Just recently, they have come back. Oh. I would like to know if the wash harmed me, and if I can buy proper wash or cream from a chemist without a prescription. All right, Joyce. I don't know why you thought that we could answer this question. Um, maybe it's because of all of those perverse ones we got last time, but where did they come from? I'll never understand. What have we done to elicit such choices? Oh, so what did she do? She poured lice control dog all over the area? What the hell is that? I assume it's some kind of flea control situation. For dogs? For dogs. So she used cream to treat dog lice on her human lice? Yeah, on her crabs. On a crabs. Oh, don't say crabs on the... Bo- you can't say crabs. Oh, okay, yeah. Well. That's not very wholesome at all. Oh, okay. Yeah. you got to call them lice. Right. Mm. Okay. I know... We all know... We know what we're talking... We know it's crabs. Okay. Yeah. All right, yeah. Okay. We know it's crabs. We don't have to say crabs. It's code. Oh, right, code. Mm. Yeah, but yeah. double speak. It's called queer coding. Oh, right, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, okay. 
Okay, yeah. You confuse things by like queering them up. Right. Yeah. yeah. So you're deliberately vague. Yeah. Wasn't that what I was trying to do with the tenses? Oh, no, that wasn't queer coding. That was just confusing. Oh. Yeah. What's the difference? Well, if you're queer coding, then you um, make something um, less confusing. Right. By making it more approachable. Yeah. That's queer coding. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. So when Joyce um, had her lice and she poured... Um, apple cider vinegar over it. Um, did she do that? Did she say she did that? Well, no. She said that she got rid of her crabs by pouring lice control dog all over the area. And that didn't work? No. Well, of course it didn't work. They're completely different lice. Um, one is a very wholesome lice that dogs tend to get in the garden, in the beautiful nature. You'll eventually, you, every so often, you'll come across a bush. That might have some lice, very clean lice. Um, they're like the uh, they're like the good cockroaches, you know, the Australian cockroaches that you're right. not supposed to kill, that you yeah, just yeah. that you just sort of hoosh out of the house. They're like those clean, um, native. Mm. Uh, you know, they they smell like a fresh summer breeze. Right. Dog lice, perfectly natural, perfectly oh. wholesome. Human lice. I mean, you would know. Disgusting. Yeah, they're no fun. Yeah, completely different kind of lice. You need to go... Joyce, in the time that it took you to write, to write this question, you could have been at the chemist asking for human lice ointments. And if you say it like that, they'll know what you mean. You don't have to go in there and say that you want crab cream. Because no one's going to listen to you if you come in there raging, swiveling your umbrella around ripping up your pants saying that you want crab cream because it's just it's not going to happen for you Joyce alright oh, do we do we have another question actually I'm a, I, I I grow tired of Joyce well we do but I'm not sure you're going to like it much better I'm not rejoicing in Joyce uh, well Harold's written to us mm, Harold oh a man yeah oh I mean is it a man yeah, well I don't know they don't specify oh alright well let's not assume that's yeah. not very wholesome that's not very wholesome no yeah. well Harold writes I am 84 and have rather have a rather troubling problem. 84? Yeah. Harold continues. Jesus Christ, how did he find the podcast? Yeah. Every I told you last week that our listenership is women aged 45 to 95. Yeah, you told me that. And then I saw an old lady on the street. I was helping her cross the road because I'm very wholesome. Yeah. Didn't quite make it. Um, but I asked her, I was asking her if she listened to the podcast while we were crossing the road. Right. And before that semi-trailer came and took her by the skirt, she said that she hadn't never heard of it. Well, I don't think all all of them listen to it, Spooky. Just, oh. you know, it's just our demographic. Yeah, well, you know, my um, my Vox Pop of one mm. um, was uh, negative. Well, you keep asking older women, and let's check back in next oh, week. I'll ask a few more. Yeah, yeah. okay, yeah. All right, did you want to read this question? All right, yeah, what's Harold got to say? Well, he says that he's 84 and he has a rather troubling problem. All right, let's hear it. Yeah, he says... Every time I laugh, I wet my pants. Oh, Jesus Christ. He says that um, he puts a jumper around his waist to hide it, but it smells. <sighs> well, that is actually a very clever solution that you've come up with, Harold, already, and that's probably what I would have suggested. Because anything can be a skirt. Um, a jumper can be a skirt. Uh, a pair of pants. Wrap them around. They can be a skirt. Yeah. And a skirt can hide a lot of shame. 
Um, but I can't seem to hide the smell now, can I? Can't it? hide the smell, no. Can't hide the smell. Have you heard, Harold, of something called rose water spray? You can get it from the chemist in a little vial. You plop that on, plop that on your jumper. Oh, that'll disguise the smell. Because right. it kind of smells a little bit like piss. I mean, um, what's a queer word for piss, Daddy? Um, How can I queer code this? Urine? Urine? Okay. It kind of smells like urine. Mm. Um, well, that's kind of fancy, isn't it? Is that French? Yeah, I think it might be. Oh, it's like bidet. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so it kind of smells like urine already. So mm. um, I think you'd be in the clear. Oh. Oh. Harold, that's some very good advice that Spook has given you. I hope you paid. I hope you wrote that down. Write that down, Harold. Yeah. Well, I do have one more question for you. Okay. Yeah. This one's from Greg. Oh, Greg. Hello. Greg doesn't say how old he is, but he does. We can only assume he's between the ages of fifty and ninety-nine or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. He does write, "Dear Spooky," though. All right. Hey. Hello. He says, "Dear Spooky, I am less fun than my own butt. What should I do?" Sincerely, Greg. Well, how am I supposed to answer this, Greg? I don't know anything about this man's butt. I don't know how fun it is. He says, P.S. It's very slappable. I know you like a slappable butt. You love a bit of butt stuff. Butt stuff? Is that queer coding? That's not queer coding. Is ass fucking queer coding? No. Uh... Slappy behinds is queer coding. Oh, so glow play wouldn't pass. No, slappy behinds. Slappy behinds. Is what it's called. Yeah, right. You, you, are you talking about when I'm sitting, you sitting on your lap on the couch while we're watching Seinfeld, and you're giggling, and then you give me slappy behinds? No, I was talking more about what your other daddy does down the um, salt mines. I thought we weren't going to talk about that. That's not very wholesome. Oh. What he does down there in the salt mines. Oh. oh. I'm not very good at this wholesome thing. Do you want to get us arrested? <sighs> Look, Greg, I don't know what to tell you. I mean, if you're... I mean, this isn't, it doesn't even really seem like a problem. You shouldn't be trying to out-perform um, your butt. If your butt's more fun than you, then there's nothing to be done about it. All right? So, uh, good luck to you. I guess we should say, uh, if you do have any more questions, probably some more wholesome ones. Maybe a question about... How to cool a pie on a windowsill. Maybe you have a question about which are the perfect winter flowers to press in your flower pressing book. We can answer all of these questions and more um, here at Wholesome Spooky Speaks. Do you have any advice that you're just dying to get off your chest, Spooky? Well, I mean, apart from the fact that you can wear a skirt um, or that you can use anything as a skirt, mm. that's something I was going to bring up later. Um, well, hey, hey, well, th- th- that question time wasn't a complete waste of time then, was it? I suppose not. Well, I mean, I guess the people, I guess it's wholesome to help, isn't it? So hopefully they got some help out of that. Yeah. Well, do you want to pivot to something that maybe might be a little bit more wholesome? <sighs> yeah. All right. Let's. Um, oh, yes, actually, I do. Yeah. Let's uh, let's go to cash for gold. All right. Let's play it. Oh, my God, Daddy, it's, it's cash for gold. Ah, spooky. That was a, uh... It's always a good jingle, that one. Oh, she's worth her weight in gold, that one. Well, perhaps more than. 
Oh, well, she's also worth her weight in plastic. What or, are you talking about? I mean, she has a plastic figurine um, that weighs, pro- I guess, approximately the same weight as a Barbie doll usually weighs. She's had a bit. Ba- she's had a Barbie what? made in her honor. Michaela Cash's well. What do you mean? I just read about it on Nine News. No, n- well, I know Julie Bishop had a Barbie made up out of her. Well, I've got the. I've got the article open right now. Helping to open the nightmare gap, Michaela Cash is a Barbie girl in a Barbie world. That doesn't look like a real headline to me, Spooky. Nine News. It's Nine News. No, no, you're reading The Onion. <sighs> I always get The Onion and Nine News mixed up. Oh, all right. Well, why did I... Why is, why is The Onion my homepage? Oh, well, I don't know. You've changed my homepage, haven't you? Well, I... I... It's a little bit of a... You've gone in and changed it to the onion as a gag. Well, yeah, I feel like after you changed all the, the words on my yeah, internet right. to well, change coronavirus to, to Prussian rule. All right, well, I, just you wait, buddy. You'll be waking up uh, tomorrow to the Batuta Advocate. Oh, fucking hell. And you won't know what hit you because I'll be changing the logo to the Guardian. It's a very easy fix. I don't know how you do it, Smokey. Oh. So what, Michaelia Cash hasn't been made into a Barbie girl in a Barbie world? No, no, it was Julie Bishop. You know, she's talking about her times and A's year later, blah, 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 powerful woman, red heels, blah, blah, blah. Oh, well, they do look very similar, to be honest. I think it was last week's most boring news story. You know, I almost threw a tikka masala um, on Julie Bishop. Did you? I didn't know that. I thought she was Michaelia Cash from behind. You know what? Like, I can see it. Same beehive hair, mm. same power suit. It's yeah. a similar energy, I guess. Almost oh got it. Could it have been a disaster? You wouldn't want to throw a tikka masala on um, Julie Bishop? Oh, well, I mean, the reason that I threw a tikka masala on Michaelia Cash is because we had such a rapport. Right. And it, and it was a prank. It was a wholesome gesture of uh, sisterly love, really. Uh, you know, I would throw a tikka masala on Michaelia Cash. She'd throw some peas at me during the lunch break. Then I would come back with um, maybe like a chicken korma and I'd toss that all over her. And then, you know, she'd uh, retaliate by slapping me a bit with a limp stalk of, of celery. Um, and then I'd get her back the next day. Um, so th- this, was not the, this was not the rapport you had with Julie Bishop? No, we never spoke. Oh, no. right, yeah, okay. So, yeah. you know... Be very, be very weird to throw a tikka masala over someone you've never spoken to. Yes, that would be quite peculiar. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I mean, so what do you make of this, you know, politicians being turned into dolls? Well, I think it's a grand tradition. I mean, I've been made into a doll. Have you? Yeah. When? My time in Parliament was commemorated by me being made into a doll in 2013. Right. I was Gosh. made into a, um, a jet set pet. What's a jet set pet? Oh, well, it's part of uh, Pinky Cooper and the Jet Set Pets. That's not helping me. Well, it was a a line of half-dog, half-teen-girl dolls with accessories made by the same um, company that did Bratz. And And people were supposed to buy these products? Oh, yeah, and you can look at at them here. Look at them. Um, You know, they kind of look... uh, Sort of like brats, if they had sort of the top of their head completely bald and they were wearing maybe face paint from a, um, like a council fate. Spooky, this is very scary. Mm. Yeah, so I was... Uh, What's I was going on with those with... outfits? Oh, well, they're jet-set pets. So they, they jet-set all around the world and they, oh. and they pick up... Um, they're like jet-set go-getters. Local fashions, yes. Right. Local fashions, now you're getting it, yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, so there's Pinky Cooper, who's the main one. Yeah. She's obsessed with everything fashion. Right. She's does also the have, founder. Does that distinguish her from the other ones? We're not fashion obsessed? Uh, well, they're all fashion obsessed, oh. but she's particularly fashion obsessed. Right, okay, yeah. Oh, my God, Pinky Cooper. Mm. And she's the blonde one as well, so she's the main one. Oh, right, yeah, yeah. that makes sense, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah so uh, she's a... Uh, and her design skill is that she can make any found object into jewellery. Ooh. Yeah, so, you know, you, you, well, you, you pick up a shell that. and, you yeah. That's a skill that you're really good at. Oh, I love shell art, yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, and then there's Ginger Jones, yeah. which is uh, one of Pinky's best friends. And, you know, she's brown. Um, she's got sort of orangey-brown oh, ears. Okay. Yeah. Um, and she's a, uh, she's a creative expert designer. She's always coming up with uh, the best designs. The best? Oh, the best. Oh, right. the best. And she, her design skills, she can create an outfit in the nick of time. So I guess she's kind of... She can run out of the house and grab a scarf and it'll just go with her boots, you know? I wish I had that skill. Oh, it's a great skill. I mean, wish Some I of the that. things I walk into the house in. Oh, and then there's uh, the, the third one, and I'm the fourth one. So this is, I mean, this is the titular three. Oh, right, yeah. And then I've been included after this. Oh, okay. So the third part of the titular three mm. was uh, Pepper Parson. Right. And she was a famous DJ and music lover. Oh. And she was always coming up with the best music. Oh, well, the best. That's, that's probably convenient. Yeah. Yeah. And she believes life is an adventure. Okay. And uh, her super special skill is finding the perfect playlist for any occasion. Can you imagine that? I can't do that. Yeah, all, all these people sound like a lot of fun to hang Yeah, around. I'm always playing Enya at yeah. parties. And yeah. It's like, turn off that Enya. And I'm like, I can't reach the knobs. Uh, remember when you just put the soundtrack for True Detective on repeat for three days? Oh, that was an accident. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I was trying to play a true crime podcast. <laughs> mm. um, and anyway, so I'd, and I've got my, my descriptions up on the website now, but yeah. um, after a couple of years. Right, tell um, me about your doll. Oh, well, here, here we go. Um, here's what they wrote about me. Um, so I'm, you know, I'm, I'm the first chihuahua because the other ones are cocker spaniels. Oh. Um, so instead of having the long flowing hair... Mm. I've just got two little tufts like ears. Right. And the bald spot on top of my head, of right. course. So you kind of look like, what was that doll's name from the Rugrats? Uh, Cynthia. Cynthia. I do look a bit like Cynthia, right, actually, yeah. I've got a few spare bits sort of scraggling about, but, you know, I'm, I'm crazy. Okay, yeah, yeah. Oh, I just can't say crazy. Yeah. What's, what's queer for crazy? Um, bananas. Bananas. Um, all right, they have Spooky Sue. Uh, another one of Pinky's best friends. Oh, another one. Mm, yeah. Another one. Uh, she left the political rat race to become a top designer, and she just loves subjecting her friends to her bold choices. Well, that's that's a true. That's true. Uh huh. Says uh, she dreams of having her own signature walk. Right. Which I am working on. Yeah. Um, with Spooky, the fun never stops, and why should it? What's your design skill? Spooky's fashion sense is... I'll, I'll get to the design oh, skill. Right, okay, fine. Spooky's fashion sense is ultra-girly with many dainty touches. Would you agree? No. Well, okay, well, says you. Well, I mean, I'm sorry. What were you wearing to that court case that you had? The Jacobean ruff. Yeah, there were some bows the on The bell there. dress. Those bows on the bell dress. Dainty touches. <laughs> um, and, oh, here, here we go. Spooky's design skill is the ability to make anything into a skirt. Oh, Jesus There we go. Christ. And her fashion mantra is, what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. She's from Nary Warren and her signature colour is puce. Puce? Puce. What the fuck is puce? They dress me in puce. What's puce? 
But it's kind of... It's kind of like a colour that you can't see. Well, how are you dressed in it, then? Well, it's halfway between green and rose. That's not helping me. Yeah. It's puce. When you see puce, you know puce. Yeah. I'm not sure I will. Yeah. Well, there, there we go. That's my, um... That's my doll. And I've got a... I've actually got it here. I don't, can't believe you haven't seen it before, actually. It's been on the bookshelf this whole time. Oh, is that what that is? Here it is. Yeah, it's got a bit ragged. I put, I, I it's been in the wash a few times. Oh, I assume that was a, like a discount ET. A disc... A discount ET? Oh, God, Spooky. This isn't good. It does have a spunky energy, though. Stop the podcast for a second. Let me... Well, I'll just put my hand off this. Don't record this. What the, what the fuck are you trying to do to this podcast? What? You're trying to intentionally... Intentionally get me angry? <laughs> I'm doing no such thing. You're trying to start a fight on this wholesome podcast? No, look... Comparing me to E.T.? You said that the dolls look like... When have I ever phoned home? You're always saying when I get out of the house, you never know where I am and I never call. And I never tell you if I get home safe um, from a night out. What about when you were stuck on that island? You called home then. Only because I had to. You know what? I wish I didn't have a home. Anyway, let's get back to the podcast. What can we do um, that's wholesome... Um, <clears throat> what about... We could talk about the weather. What about the weather? Yeah, nothing uh, Nothing wrong with that. Yeah. All right. Weather memories. Hey, Spooky, you're going to be really excited about this. What, have you finally got a weather memory? Yeah. Yeah, I, I've been writing it all week. Oh, all right. Okay, I don't have to do mine then. Um, I was just going to say that it was a... Uh, Oh, God, what have I got? Pretty chilly. Well, it's not very evocative, is it? No, well, that was on the 19th, um, yeah, yeah, of June. Well, I wrote about it on the weekend when it rained. Oh, OK, all right. Well, I'd love to hear what you, what your thoughts um, and feelings are, but uh, keep it PG. All right, yep, sure. Got my eye on you. Yep. Implacable June weather. As much mud in the streets as if the waters had but newly retired from the face of the earth. And it would not be wonderful to meet a megalosaurus, 40 feet long or so, waddling like an elfantine lizard up Errol Street. Smoke lowering down from chimneys, making a soft black drizzle, with flakes of soot in it as big as full-grown snowflakes. Gone in the morning, one might imagine, for the death of the sun. Dogs, undistinguishable in mire. Cars, scarcely better, splashed to their very blinkers. Four passengers jostling one another's umbrellas in a general infection of ill temper and losing their foothold at the street corners where tens of thousands of other foot passengers have been slipping and sliding. Hey, I thought you wanted to hear about the weather. Uh, 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 oh, sorry, I, I fell asleep. Oh, do you want me to skip through to the end? Uh, what are you talking about? Right. Um, a uh, two-boiled eggs for lunch and... Oh, what was, that? what was that queer word that we used for um, butt stuff earlier? Smacky bottoms. Yeah. Was smacky bottomed by my boyfriend. Was nice. <gasps> you made me spit out my Sprite. You spit it all over the carpet. <laughs> Where I suppose I supposed to spit it on the radiator? Oh my god. <gasps> you can't just... <gasps> can't do that. <laughs> That's outrageous. This is a wholesome podcast. That's, that's not wholesome. 
Well, I feel like we're going to have to just cut this whole episode because we can't seem to be wholesome. I told you to queer it up. What's this, a weather memory? What what was the weather like? I I still don't know. I told you, it was muddy. Muddy? Yeah. In between all the butt stuff? Yeah. I mean, the smacky bottoms. Well, the smacky bottoms was also kind of muddy, if I'm honest. Oh, my God. All right, let's move on. Jesus Christ. (sighs) Fine. What else have we got for this podcast? Um, oh, um, bridging visa? All right, bridging visa, yeah. Nothing, um... Nothing blue about a bridge. You want, to, you want me to play? You want me to play the? Unless it's the painted p- blue. Oh yeah. All right. Yeah. Um. Yes. Let's hear that that wholesome jingle. All right. Bridging visa, gonna cry there. Bridging visa, I can through the air. You feeling a bit calm? Oh, much more relaxed now that I know I'll be hearing about some bridges. You know, they're so great. They get you from one place to the other place. Yes. You think, you know. You look at a place that doesn't have a bridge, like maybe you're at a gorge, or maybe like you're at a, an unbuilt up area, maybe you're in a stream, and you think, this could really use a bridge. Mm. Yes, I know, Spooky. Uh, you know, I, I feel like I hear this talk every day. A feat of engineering. Yeah. And Beautiful. that's why I, I thought this week on the Bridging Visa, we could talk about the recent 10th Australian Small Bridges Conference. Oh, amazing. Yeah. That's great. I actually went to that conference. Yes, well, I was mm. going to come to that. Mm-hmm. You know, I was looking through the abstracts of mm. things that people talked about, you know, and I have to say there were some really quite interesting things that were happening there. Oh, it's so fascinating what's going on with bridges at the moment. It's it's almost impossible to keep abreast yeah, with well, all of the, um, the, the things that are going on. Yeah, well, for instance, you know, David Lodge, he was talking about the prioritisation strategy for timber bridge replacements. Oh, I remember that. Oh. I remember that very strongly. And I remember there was a lot of um, discussion in the Q&A about uh, uh, what the, you know, how long a timber bridge should be left up for. Some people were saying, um, oh, you know, five years. And then some people were like, oh, well, you know, you got to go, you got to go check the, um, um, uh, check the waxing in the waning. Mm. Um and uh, people were saying, no, you should come. You should come with the. There was one very folksy man who said, you should come and you should knock it with a spoon. Right. And see how hollow it is. Oh. And he had this special spoon that he was doing that with. And that was very, that was very great. I actually got up and clapped when he did that. Right. And I said, good on you for bringing your folksy knowledge into this conference full of smart people. Mm. Really applaud you for being brave and, and how, um, spreading how, your nonsense. How did the audience respond to that? Oh, they booed him. Oh. Well, there's, yeah, there's very little... I'll say this about the bridge community, mm. full of engineers who have no time for folksy bullshit. Oh, I kind of got that from the um, the title of the next talk. Oh, yeah. Structural Analysis of Buried Corrugated mer- Metal Culverts. I must have skipped that conference. Well, that must might have been happening in um, uh, on a different stage um, at the same time. What, as you were giving your presentation? As I would, yeah, maybe when I was giving my presentation. I mean, I was just reading the abstract and it just sounds so good. Of small, my, my one? Yeah, small mm. bridge, big dreams, mm. outcomes of a collaborative approach for bridge design. I didn't know that you collaborated. Oh, I collaborate with the birds. Right. And the bees. Oh. Also, this is an eco bridge. Oh, it's an eco bridge. Yeah. What did you talk to the people about? When I talked to the people about the possibility of combining the coal mining industry, right, the bees, right, which apparently are dying mm. because they don't have jobs. 
So get the bees jobs in the coal mines instead of lugging all this honey around that nobody needs. You're telling me the bees are going to extinct because they're not busy enough. We, I think we've jarred enough manuka. Yeah. We can get rid of that. Like, we've got enough... Manu- do, you, do you know about the manuka they've got in stores in New Zealand? They've got stacks and stacks of it. Let's move these birds onto... These bees, sorry. The birds are a different story. Mm. Let's move these bees onto a different project, transporting bits of coal from the plants and then um, sticking them together with their spit to make a bridge. Right. Collaborative uh, approach to bridge making. Well... Between species. So we're making bridges out of coal that are held together by honey? Bee spit. Ah. Yeah. And then the birds um, are uh, wardens. They, um, yeah. Ah. They will administer punishment to the bees if they um, are slacking on the job. Well, in such a serious environment, how did that talk go down? Well, look, it didn't go over well. How unwell? Oh, I mean, like I said, the bridge community, it's it's very straight-laced, mm. full of squares, really. Yeah. Which is odd when you consider that there's never been a square bridge. Mm. That know? is, yeah, that is, that is yeah. quite peculiar. Yeah, and I was saying that to them as well. I was like, why are you so square when there's never been a square bridge? And then they said something about polygons, and, uh, you know, I was like, boring. I said, boo to them. Oh, I'm sorry, Spooky. Well, at least you got a weekend at the Marriott. I did get a weekend at the Marriott, and I got a really good uh, show bag to Mm. uh, bring home with me. I got a a Lego bridge-building set um, that I, uh, you know, uh, gave to Janine. Oh, yeah. What's she doing with the Lego? Well, she actually refashioned it um, into a mug, and she started drinking her... um, uh, Sprite and Kahlua out of it. Is that a new drink that both of you are drinking? Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, I thought that was more like a scraps kind of situation. Mm. No, no. Kahlua, Sprite, oat milk. Um, yeah, we call it the uh, the porridge slammer. You know what, Spooky? That's not wholesome. What's not wholesome about porridge? It's disgusting. You're disgusting. What do you reckon? Do you got a poem for me this week? I actually do have a poem for you. This is one I actually wrote at the the bridge conference. Oh, okay. Um, so it's a couple, you know, it's a couple of months old. When was the bridge conference? In February, I think. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. All right. You want to read me your damn poem? Okay. All right. Here's my poem. It's called Cola Power. <clears throat> I hate the turbines. Can't stand the world. I tend to get these headaches. Ah, so sorry, can I have a Panadol? But when the coal burns, something takes a hold. Can I sniff it? Yeah, I can. My lungs in high use, billowing creatures. No leash, no colour, only my features. My dad behind me, he's taking pictures. Lead the boys and girls into my teachings. Come on, come on, I'll tell you my secrets. I'm kind of like a prettier Gina. Forget all of the solar you've tried. It's over, 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 over. It's a new hazelwood. Are you sniffing my puppies? Vanta Black 
smoggy sap, powdering your Vespa and your van. And I throw my car battery into the water. Can you arrest me? No, you can't. My lungs in high use billowing creatures No leash, no colour, only my features My dad behind me, he's taking pictures Snap, snap Lead the boys and girls into my teachings Come one, come all, I'll tell you my secrets I'm kind of like a prettier Gina Fossil fuels for a hot kind of light It's cola, cola Cola, cola. Come on, let the billowing begin. Cough three times when you feel it kicking in. It's cola power. Cola power. Come on, Daddy. Cola power. Cola power. I'm kind of like a prettier Gina Reinhardt. All right, that's my poem about um, discussing um, the energy future of Australia at the 10th Annual Australian Bridges Conference. Very wholesome. Can't get more wholesome than than um, ensuring the longevity of Australia's economy and future prospects for regional Victoria's uh, work population. And the bees, not to mention the bees. There's nothing truer than that. Mm. All right, see you in hell. See you in heaven. Yeah, see you in heaven.